Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. I can't believe it's been almost two years since I've last hosted a live training. Well, consider this a manifestation because for the first time in almost two years, I'm hosting a live three-day money manifestation training called Cashflow. And the best part, it's absolutely free to join. We're going to be talking all about raising your financial set point, taking your power back when it comes to money so that it no longer has its hold on you, having money respond to you as the sovereign queen of money, not the other way around, becoming wealthy without frying your nervous system, the exact steps to accessing financial abundance for life, and so much more. You can sign up for this free training at manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. We start May 15th and I can't wait to see you there. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Manifestation Bay podcast. So no guarantees on what you're going to be hearing in the background of today's podcast episode. I have struggled for quite a while now, and thankfully I'm on sabbatical, so I'm just kind of in degaff mode, but <laughs> for quite a while, I've struggled with the situation that I'm currently in with like, I have a freaking child. I have a nanny, my mom who lives with us. I got three dogs because we brought in my mom's dog and I have my husband here and we just hired a housekeeper who comes into my house. And there's just like, there's a lot of noise and a lot of people. And the house that we currently live in is just not conducive to like an office space. It's not conducive to a podcast studio. It literally is conducive to a sabbatical. (laughs) (laughs) And that's about it. And don't get me wrong. I'm so appreciative of the situation I'm in. But if if you've been following my story, like there's a whole thing with a house falling through as we literally said, um, we gave our 30 days notice for our beautiful apartment in LA, but we were just over LA. We decided on moving out of LA. My mom gave a 30-day notice for her apartment. She gave a two weeks notice for her job because we were going to hire her. And basically this beautiful 9,000 square foot mansion in Las Vegas, that was going to be our transition to Arizona just because we haven't found exactly what we love in Arizona. We're just kind of, you know, we have the luxury of seeing what the market's going to do. So we have the luxury of kind of just, you know, chilling. And I also have breakthroughs around that, which I'd love to share. This isn't necessarily fitting into the topic today, but I might as well just update you, right? And so we decided to travel um, around the world 
in the beginning of the year and I got burnt out from it. And we actually did always have a house in Las Vegas that we ended up renting. It's a much smaller house. It's about slightly bigger than our apartment in LA, but it has more bedrooms. So there's space for all of us. It's a little fucking crammed. The walls are paper thin. And there's like an air conditioner behind me that is so loud. And my son, like our primary bedroom is literally off of my living room. And so that's where my son's playroom is. And so I don't know what you're going to hear today. My dogs are crazy. Uh, My son is playing. And I just wanted to just put that out there that this is actually a lesson for me that I'd love to share with you. I don't know who needs to hear this. I just posted on my Instagram stories. Like I don't get that feeling of just needing to share something without knowing that someone on the other side is going through something similar or who needs to hear something in the way that I put it in, where it's like, whoa, that's the frequency that I needed. Um, For a while now, I have felt this like, I don't know if it's shame or what the feeling exactly is. Maybe it's shame of just how, you know, like the, the social media world is changing and video is like, queen now, right? Everyone is consuming video content. We have platforms that are literally for video content like TikTok. Instagram is very focused on it. And so a lot of people are creating video podcasts and they have these beautiful studios set up. And I am someone who, yes, even after having 25 million plus downloads on the podcast and being in the top charts and everything, I'm like am I doing enough with my podcast? Like I don't have a studio. I don't feel comfortable. I don't want to always put clothes on and makeup on. Like if you guys saw me the way that I record my podcast, it's just, I have my microphone, my laptop, and that's it. Whatever I'm wearing, whatever I look like, I'm in bed. I'm literally in bed right now. This is actually my office. Um, And on sabbatical, it's like, do I even have an office? No, not really. I'm not even supposed to be recording a podcast, but I feel a genuine urge too, because this topic is really fucking good today. So I've had this like download of around my house, this dream house that I've been manifesting for so fucking long now in Scottsdale. And I realized that the universe, I've I've always taught this lesson to people um, that I've learned in so many other aspects of my life, but for some reason, I didn't see this for myself in this aspect of my life, which is waiting attracts more waiting. So if you're waiting to have a dream situation without embodying how you would show up in that dream situation, then the universe is forever going to wait on you to first show up in the way that you need to show up in before it delivers to you the vibrational frequency match to however you are acting, how you're embodying the energy that you are in. And so finally, I'm like, oh my God, instead of waiting for my dream house to show up, I just need to get my ass there. Like we just need to land there. It doesn't have to be perfect. This house that we live in in Vegas is far from fucking ideal, (laughs) far from a dream house. And yet I'm making the most of it and it's cozy and it's comfortable and it's beautiful and it's, it's perfect. It's perfect for our situation right now. It's perfect for transition. So who am I to be embarrassed of my podcast situation? Like, what kind of thought is this even, right? And why am I going to wait until I have my ideal office that's soundproof, that's perfect, that that is this and that and decorated in a certain way for me to feel comfortable recording on camera and even asking myself, do I even want to do that? Like, is that something I feel pressure around just because it's what's trending and what's popular and what is gaining traction for other people, Right. And all of a sudden, I'm like, no, Catherine, just show up 
how you're going to show up, like show up no matter what. And the perfect environment that matches this beautiful energy of how you're showing up is going to fucking unfold. And that's that. So I wanted to get that off my chest. I love giving you little updates, especially if I haven't really been on the podcast for a while. It's interesting to be like, here's what's going on in my life. I miss you. Um, before I dive into today's topic, which I'm so excited about, I shared on Instagram how I had this massive download. I immediately texted and I'll actually insert the voice memo that I sent to Andrea, my coach, Andrea Crowder. And I was like, Andrea, something just fucking landed in my head so differently than normal. And it's so related to what I've been talking about all along, but just the perspective. It's a twist that I downloaded that makes so much sense for me. I'm like, whoa, I need to share this with people. It's all about the energetics of money, which is not a new topic to me, but you may have never heard it presented in this way before through the masculine versus feminine energies. But before I get into it, I just want to share that I have created, I'm actually in the process of forming a mastermind. People have been begging me to create a mastermind for I don't know how long and nothing, it like never really spoke to me because for me, it always felt like, well, it's just another offer. It's more work it's a lot more energy to hold space with a mastermind, especially with in-person elements. Like, do I really want to do that? And recently, being in a mastermind that so fulfills me in the chapter of life that I'm in right now made me realize how fucking needed this container is, especially for seven-figure earning moms. So my mastermind is called the Manifestation Mama Mastermind, and it is the most intimate container I've ever held space for, where I'm thinking between 20 to 22 moms max who are seven-figure earners, whether that's through entrepreneurship or you have your own business or you're an influencer or an affiliate or some sort, however you make money. Um, The requirement is to be a seven-figure earner because I just feel like the 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 things that come up when you are a mom and you have a business of that size is like a whole initiation of identity that i feel so lit up to help with to assist with and to cause transformation for so this is a place where these moms are going to come together alongside me so it's very intimate we get to hang out a fuck a fuck ton <laughs> There's going to be lots of calls, but not like lots of calls. I'm like, oh my God, I got to show up on lots of calls. I'm envisioning two calls per month. I'm envisioning two in-person retreats and one of them is going to be bougie as fuck. Okay. Let me just tell you that. I'm so excited about it. And it's alongside me and my super trusty panel of experts, coaches, and resources. And you know, I have tons and you know, I dive in deep. And you know that I go to the ends of the earth to find the person, the resource, the thing, the modality for XYZ. And I'm so passionate about it. I want to give you access to everyone who has helped me and will help you navigate the portal of motherhood together in a community, in a space. If you're someone who became a mom who all of a sudden, like you feel directionless, I don't know about you, but like, I felt so 
fucking directionless. My relationship with my partner tremendously changed. Um, I no longer wanted to run my business in the way that I was running it. And I see this so commonly in moms who are seven figure business owners and just business owners in general. Like you just, the way that you've been running your business, the definition of success all of a sudden shifts for you literally overnight. And it makes you question like, what's next? Am I about to give up my business? Am I about to shut shit down? Like, am I about to become a stay at home mom? Like what is happening to me? And I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm admitting this to you right now. There was a moment where I was like, can I just, can I just become a stay at home mom? And can like Brennan start his own business and that be that. And of course that is okay to do. And some women genuinely, some moms genuinely have that desire, right? And that's what's correct for them. I just knew it was incorrect for me. But that thought passing through my mind caused me to question absolutely everything of like, what is wrong with me? (laughs) What is happening, right? And you're feeling more alone than ever before. And you desire to be part of a village that will support you on this new journey as you support a whole nother human being or human beings and hold you and nurture you and nourish you, you the mom who so deserves this with as you redefine yourself, as you re-identify yourself, as you re-navigate what your purpose is now. And who you are with these humans that you were called to raise. So if this is something of interest, I am going to be putting up a whole application process because, again, I'm going to be very fucking selective with this group. This is something that I'm putting a lot of energy and resources into. So this is something that has my full focus right now. And I'm so like, I'm so lit. My sacral is so lit up. There's like glitter and champagne and sparkles just oozing out of me. I mean, it's like, it's nuts. I haven't been excited about something in a really long time, like to this degree, to this level. So there is a wait list though. If you're like, oh my God, I need to have the details as details unfold. I don't want to miss the application process. I don't want to miss it at all. I'm fucking in. I'm so hundred percent certain about this. Um, you can DM me the three letters all together, M-M-M. So triple M for Manifestation Mama Mastermind. That's M-M-M. Okay. I feel like that's a selective enough of a code for you for it not to get confused or trigger some other um, autoresponder in my DMs. So I will send you the link directly to the waitlist there right now. It's live right now. Um, or you can get the link in the show notes. So you can just scroll up if you're like, I don't feel like opening Instagram, sending you a DM right now, Catherine. That's okay. There's a link directly in the show notes. Um, so I'll be launching the application pro- application process soon. And if you want to make sure you don't want to miss out, I'd love to have you there and you can get on the wait list now. Okay. So the topic, this topic is so juicy. It's actually really raw for me. It's very new in the way that I see it. And my perspective is still forming, but I want to give to you what I have right now because I feel like what I have right now could be very useful and very helpful for you. So what is the energetics of money? What does it have to do with masculine or feminine energy? Well, first I want to preface this entire conversation with the fact that I see money as inherently neutral. 
as everything and everyone pretty much is on this planet, in this universe. I feel like nothing has meaning except for the meaning that we give it. And so inherently, it's just neutral. But then adding meanings that are useful for us, that are helpful for us, that create frameworks and containers and a healthy amount of boundaries can be really helpful in understanding what is my role and what isn't my role. Because once I understand what my role is, I'm no longer getting in the way of something that isn't my role to begin with in the first place. Does that make sense? So I teach the universal laws. If you're one of my MBA students, like we go so deep into the universal laws. There's 18 that I teach. They're really good. And there's one called the law of polarity. So it's this law of polarity that everything has meaning and also is meaningless at the same time. And it's your job and your role and your opportunity to create meanings that are powerful to you. So this is a meaning that's very powerful to me. And it's not about right or wrong here. And you can see things differently. That's okay. Like take whatever meaning is powerful to you and just run with that because that's what's going to create the most amount of freedom for you. And I feel like the most, the more freedom you can tap into, the more money you're going to tap into. So do you boo. Okay. But I know there's some of you that this is really going to click for. So I'm going to give you a meaning to money that on its own is nothing new per se, because I've been talking about how money is a relationship for God knows how long. But there's a twist that downloaded into my being on my way to Pilates class the other day, which let me, yes, let me insert that right now, right here. I'm going to insert the exact voice note that I sent to Andrea, and then we'll come back and we'll just kind of talk about it. Wait, I've had a massive download just now, which could come across as the most obvious thing in the world, but it finally fucking made sense. I've been trying to think this through for I don't know how long. I think ever since Makosi and I talked about um, what energy is money, is it masculine or feminine? And she said feminine, and I agreed with her for a while until the conversations we had all about the feminine actually leading and the masculine supporting. And I realized money is actually masculine. And in our relationship with money, because you need polarity, we must embody the feminine. And so we're leading money, telling it where to go, um, creating a desire for it, like saying, I want X amount of money. And then money comes into support. It follows our guidance. It follows our direction. And it's a masculine container it's something that supports us. It's something that gives us certainty and security and protection. And our relationship to money is to be in our feminine. Whoa. It's like to let go of the reins and to trust and to surrender. Like what the fuck? It just hit me. (laughs) It hit me so hard. And I feel like I would not get these downloads if it wasn't for, like, I would not make this connection if it wasn't for my downloads of like, I'm here to master polarity and masculine and feminine energies. And I think that the flavor that I can bring back to the topics that I've always been talking about is like from a completely different flavor. It's just a frequency that I've never brought before in understanding. And like, this is another way that people can connect and understand, like, where am I going wrong with my relationship with money? Oh, I'm trying to be in a relationship with a masculine presence being in my masculine. No wonder we're fucking butting heads and not understanding each other. 
Whoa. Okay. Just wanted to share that with you. I'm probably going to save this voice note for myself somewhere. So I have it too (laughs) for like future courses. Um, Thank you for listening. Love you. Hope you're having a great weekend. Okay. So now that we talked about it, or now that we heard that, since the beginning of time, like I said, you've heard me say that money is a relationship dynamic, right? I like to imagine money as my boyfriend, money is my partner, money is my best friend. I mean, it doesn't really doesn't fucking matter, okay? Insert whatever you are drawn to. And the reason why I like to go this route is because when we personify money and when we see it as a relationship, all of a sudden we recognize, are we trading money in the way that money wants to be traded? Is money treating us in the way that we want to be treated, right? And I did an episode with Makosi earlier this year where we talked about how money is feminine, like I shared in the voice note, and I totally agreed with that perspective. And I see why I agreed with it until, insert the last episode that I uploaded, which if you haven't caught up, it's kind of like my life catch up, where I'm at, my whole identity shift, all my downloads from the mastermind that I'm currently in and just like, whoa whoa stuff coming out of it. Um, And a breathwork class that was very, very impactful that had to do a little bit with ayahuasca. So in the last episode that I uploaded, I shared all my breakthroughs around mastering polarity and like bringing that into my work. And these are super raw thoughts. So bear with me here. I'm going to share with you how this makes sense. Um, As I've taken this in my relationship with money, And you can definitely expect more from me in the future on this, probably like a course or at least a masterclass. I really want to dive into this, see it from all different perspectives. I'm such a fucking Libra. I have to see all the sides (laughs) and then come back to with like, what is the most useful for you? So we all know masculine versus feminine energy, right? It's nothing new. We hear it all the time and it's typically shared in... Like a lot of relationship coaches will talk about it. A lot of Tantra coaches will talk about it, right? And the, in reference to like sexual energy, polarity, what energy are you embodying versus the energy that your partner is embodying and what makes that relationship the most fulfilling and thriving relationship? And masculine and feminine energy is still so misunderstood um, because it does have to do with gender, like our sex, our gender, but not necessarily. So you could be a very feminine woman, a very masculine man, but you can also be like genuinely at your core, a feminine man and a masculine woman. This is what makes same-sex relationships work is that typically one partner has more of a masculine core, one partner has more of a feminine core, and that polarity is what makes the sex so hot. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, oof, there's banter, there's flirting, there is just, it just fucking works. It's like a puzzle that works. And typically, like for example, I'm a feminine core woman and I have you know, survived essentially my childhood, my life through my masculine energy, really amplifying the masculine energy. And that's affected a lot of my relationships in a negative way because I'm typically in a relationship with a masculine man. And when I come out with my masculine energy, we butt heads. Let me tell you, Brendan and I, if we ain't doing good, it's because I am deep in my masculine energy. Or he might be deep in his feminine energy and I might be deep in my feminine energy. And then there's like, we're good. We're chilling. We're hanging out. We're roomies, right? But we're not having very much sex. Does that make sense? So 
everything through the law of gender. There's actually a law, universal law called the law of gender. And it just says that everything on this planet has masculine and feminine energy. So we all have both, but one we will typically have more of than the other. And so money, though neutral, right? Inherently neutral, but also at the same time, because law of polarity okay, paradoxes, let's get used to paradoxes. Like, Let's get used to seeing things from a million different perspectives. So going to like, is money feminine or masculine? Well, I think that money is not actually a feminine core energy. It is in fact masculine at its core. And there are many like new age, you know, teachings and stuff that have been shared where the The perspective makes it seem like money is feminine, especially with so many amazing women having so much wealth and so much success nowadays. It's like, boom, oh yeah, money is feminine because look at how these women are attracting it like nobody's fucking business. And it's so inspiring, right? But let me explain why women are doing so well with money nowadays. It's actually because masculine, sorry, Money is masculine at its core. And when we are embodying our feminine energy, we are attracting money to us. So it makes sense, right? Where typically feminine women are doing so well with money all of a sudden. They're like hacking a new code. There's a new matrix that they're, um, that they're stepping into. They're discovering without really recognizing the energetics of it. So I want to explain the energetics of it. So let me just compare and contrast and just share a little bit of what is masculine energy and what is feminine energy. So feminine energy is receptive. It is leadership through desire of, oh, I want you. I want this. I want that. Like just being like, I want everything is very much a feminine energy. Manifestation manifestation, I mean, it's the same thing. We can apply this manifestation. It's both. Again, masculine core, money being masculine core also means it has feminine aspects. Just like when we are in relationship to money, us being mostly in our feminine energy while also embodying masculine energy, okay, is what's going to make it work. But let's focus on the mostly. It's the core that we're focused on in this episode. So going back, feminine, leadership through intuition, leadership through desire. It's receptive. It's about beingness. It's about feeling. It's about allowing. It's about being creative, nurturing, loving, flowing, and surrendering. And masculine is about presence, safety, security, certainty, uh, logic, data, numbers, so structure, right? Uh, container, creating a support system, supportive container. It's very goal-oriented. It's very assertive. It's very focused. When it has a mission, it's in purpose. So money and how it functions in our society is a masculine core energy because for the most part, money in the 3D realm is very structured. It's a structured thing. And it supports us and it gives us safety, it gives us security, it gives us certainty. That's why we want it for the most part. And once we get past that, once we have safety, security, certainty, then we can provide nourishment 
right? Nourishment is something I feel like that comes after that like basic needs. Once you have your basic needs met, then you can go into nourishment, right? Money provides for us. When it's present with us, we can be present with others. When we have money, we are just so much happier. We can be more present with our children, with our family, with our mission, with our work, with our art, right? Because we have that presence from that masculine energy of money with us. Money operates in numbers. It operates in data. It operates in charts. Once it's given a goal, it has a purpose, And so when we are in relationship to money, we need to be the polarity to its energy. We must operate in our feminine. Otherwise, we butt heads. That's when we constrict and control, right? And try to um, compete with money. When money is just like, yo, we don't need competition here. I'm just trying to support you. (laughs) Like, Just surrender to me, right? And it's the feminine that attracts the masculine because it's this goddess energy. And think about manifesting money. Everything I've been talking about for all these fucking years is the embodiment of feminine energy so that we can attract money. Well, who's attracted to the feminine? It's the masculine energy. So we lead money with our feminine. We lead money with our intuition and desire of it. Money supports us wherever we lead it. Right. So we tell it, Ooh, I want this. And money's like, you got it, babe. <laughs> I'm coming in. Right. I'm going to support you. I'm going to help you. Like, fuck yeah. I want you to be happy. The masculine wants the feminine to be happy. We receive money in the realm of manifesting. Right. We flow with it so that it can c- create a container for us. We use our creativity to generate more of it. We surrender to it so that it can in turn lead us to like a dance. Right? Just different forms of leadership. One is logical. One is intuitive. Both leadership. A lot of people think that like feminine means weak or it means submissive. But no, feminine is a leadership energy and so is the masculine. They just have different ways of leading. We use it to nurture what's important to us and so on and so forth. And when we operate in our feminine with money, we essentially seduce it. And when we trust it, when we receive it, when we surrender to it, when we know it's safe to do so, it comes in to support us like never before. And this is why I believe women are so fucking good at wealth dynamics these days and why you see so many teachers of money who are feminine, right? And again, not about gender, not about sex. I just want to make that clear. There's obviously men too that are really good at it, but I just want to show you a way of thinking of it so that when you are in partnership with money, you can ask yourself, huh, which energy when I embody it is the one that's actually making me happier? Because as a feminine core woman, when I'm in my masculine, yeah, I get shit done, but I'm not fucking happy. Okay. If I do it too much, maybe a little bit is good. Like I can be so ambitious as fuck. Let me tell you that. I have big ambitions and I'm not afraid to admit them. I'm not afraid. Like I, you guys know me, but if I'm like, so that without the feminine piece, the sitting back and just kind of allowing and receiving and allowing the universe to support me, like, yeah, I'm going to get fucking burnt out. Okay. So knowing now that money is a masculine core, there are some ways that we can repel money utilizing these principles. There's these principles um, that are being taught in the relationship world of like what causes masculine energy to shut down. 
And I'm just going to share two of them that I see very obviously in the realm of money, our relationship with money, which is criticism and control. And just fun facts in your relationship. If you are um, a woman who is in relationship with a, with a man, so just traditionally masculine man, you're a feminine woman, like just watch what happens to him when you criticize and try to control him. <laughs> I promise you, he's not going to be happy with you. Okay. Like these are the two biggest ones. And I see this with money. Oh my God. Criticism. Like, why can't you be more like blah, 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 or you should have, or you shouldn't have, or I can't believe you, blah, 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 blah. Right. We were criticizing money with how it's showing up or not showing up in our life. Very rarely are we actually appreciating it. And this also goes for like, you know, we can put judgment here and think about money when it's in the pockets of other people. So for example, people you see online who are living your dream life, right? This goes for those people too. How often are you criticizing them? How often are you scrolling past someone who's living like your dream life and just being like, oh, can't believe her, you know? Like, oh, she shouldn't be that way or she's such a bad mom or oh my God, I would never do that. Like, no, right? We need to, and this comes back to all my podcast episodes in which I talked about like, how we can transmute jealousy and how someone else having what you want actually means that you're really close to it yourself. This so applies here too, right? And then control. We gotta let money flow. We gotta give the masculine freedom, okay? The less you worry about, like when you have a desire, when you share like with the masculine, hey, I want this, I want blah, 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 blah. Trust me, they want the feminine to be happy. So they will do everything in their power to fulfill on that goal. By you claiming a desire, you give the masculine a goal. And that masculine wants to fulfill on whatever goal it is because it gives them a purpose and a mission. So it's the same with money. When we say, I want to manifest $100,000 in the next 30 days, like he, our job now, now that we've claimed our desire, we got to get the fuck out of the way And we have to stop worrying about the how it's going to happen. Because let me tell you, when I ask Brennan, when I share a desire for him to do something, and then I go in and tell them the 27 ways in which I think it should happen in, he's not fucking happy with me. I have to give him the freedom to make his own decisions to get to the goal. And so it's the same with money. The less you worry about the how, the more money wants to come back and provide. And if we start to nitpick all of the income sources and the stress and the worry that we're not going to have enough and, oh my God, what if they don't provide for me? Then the masculine loses power. It starts to feel powerless. And that's when it takes a back seat and says, you know what? I guess you're the fucking leader now. So lead me. And that just doesn't feel right. And so that happens in our relationship with money, where money is like, all right, bitch, like, never mind. <laughs> Let me just sit back and relax, I guess, and just wait for you to chill out so that I can show up for you. So this is pretty much what I got for you so far. I journaled on this last night. I had to get it out on paper. I mean, it just was like crazy thoughts flowing through me. And hopefully this has been helpful. It's been eye-opening, enlightening, giving you some light bulb moments, aha moments, giving you the opportunity to see like what role can you step into to shine in when it comes to your relationship with money and, and where is your work to do? What is your role to embody? 
And where can we shift? Where can we let go of the reins just a little bit, right? Step into more of that feminine energy. So thank you so much for listening. Um, If you haven't already, actually, you know, I think a lot of you may listen to this podcast, but may not actually have ever subscribed. So if you don't want to miss an episode, definitely click, I think it's like follow or subscribe on the podcast, wherever, you know, Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening. It only takes like three seconds. It does really help me out too um, with my podcast and the growth of the podcast. And I so appreciate your help in any way, shape or form in helping this podcast grow. It really is one of my favorite places to produce content. So I appreciate that. And also if you haven't yet left a review, it takes like five seconds, just write a sentence that is genuine to you, but just be like, you know, I'd love the podcast or blah, 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 whatever it is, or some aha moment or takeaway that you've had from listening to the podcast. Um, Maybe it's your first episode. Maybe it's like your hundredth. I don't know, but it takes literally five seconds, really helps the podcast out. So I'd so appreciate that. And like I shared in the beginning, if you're interested in the manifestation mama mastermind, the wait list is officially up. You can DM me triple M M M M. M&M, but not M&M, it's M&M. Um, or you can just go to the link in the show notes if you don't feel like Instagramming right now. That's totally okay with me and I'm on sabbatical, so I totally understand that. All right, I love you so much. Have an amazing day and I'll catch you in the next episode. Mwah. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.